0: Hey, everybody. Listen, if uh, this goes out to all of the audience, both old and new, uh, this is a different episode we we address. We had a whole show planned. We're going to talk about Puerto Rico. We were going to talk about North Korea, so many other things. And we only ended up talking and very all over the board about the shooting in Las Vegas. Uh, Very disorganized. Didn't really have a plan going into it. Voicemails are toward the end. So we appreciate you sticking with us. This was a tough one. We love you guys. And we'll see you on episode 344. Thank you. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. Episode 343 of I Doubt It with Dollamore. I am your host, Jesse Dollamore, and sitting across from me, my lovely co host, Brittany Page.
1: I don't think this show is going to be super uplifting. So I think we should just get that out of the way right now.
0: Yeah. I'm. Uh,
1: I think we're both struggling. Quite a bit.
0: In retrospect, I think we probably should have done the show this morning. Mm -hmm. I'm worse off emotionally than I was this morning after having witnessed a day's, almost a full day's worth of news and uh, not good.
1: And I think further complicated by the fact that there are no answers yeah. still uh, after all this time.
2: Yeah,
1: which I think both of us thought probably by this time that we would have more information, we would have a motive, we would understand a little bit more.
0: Which is which was the motive this morning for putting off the episode.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's still there's just not information. I, everything is confusing. It doesn't add up you know, it's already difficult to make sense of these things. And then you have a situation where they can't put together a reason why this person felt compelled to do this at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you are, have been under a rock and that would go for our international listeners as well, there was an historic shooting in Las Vegas leaving in its wake both wounded and injured, wounded and dead, I'm sorry, almost 600 people. 600 people. The, the count right now is 59 murdered and 525 injured, many of them critically injured. At the hands of not a coordinated team. Not multiple locations in a coordinated effort. Not Islamists who ran into a casino lobby. Several of them. Taking hostages and executing them one by one. This was one single asshole. With military grade weapons either purchased as semi-automatic and then altered or purchased as fully automatic weapons. Either way, we have, look, 600 is closer to 1,000 than it is zero. So it's not out of bounds to say almost 1,000 fucking people are dead or wounded. Before we get into all of this, let's let's hear from the Clark County Sheriff this morning talking about the incident and the information they had, which by the way, isn't much more than we know now.
2: Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I am Sheriff Lombardo for Clark County. Um, I don't have uh, very much more to update you with uh, from our previous briefings. Um, one thing in particular that has changed, in um, the negative, is our uh, body count. I, you know what? That's the wrong way to say it. The number of people that have died associated with this event has increased. Uh, right now, we're using the number of 58. Um, I just was informed that it may be 59 of an individual that may have expired at Sunrise Hospital. So. Um, In normal fashion, I do not want to give you bad information, uh, so please do not press me on that number until we get further into this investigation. The number of injured, uh, we are using the number of 515. Um, And as you can tell, as the hours go by, that number continues to increase. Um, We have not received any additional intelligence associated with the suspect. Um, we We have completed the search warrant in Mesquite. Um, I am not aware of any derogatory information that we can utilize to furtherance of this investigation at this point, um, but we have just recovered items and it will take a little while to evaluate that information. Uh, we have learned information of additional property in northern Nevada, and the FBI has responded to the location and will be serving a search warrant here shortly. Uh, we have completed the investigation at the room. Uh, We have collected uh, all the items associated with the suspect and we are in the recovery phase of that. The Mandalay Bay itself has um, uh, gone back to service uh, minus the 32nd floor. uh, And they would like everybody to advise that if they are uh, separated from their hotel room, they have the ability to return to the hotel. Now the um, location in question, the concert hall, Uh, we will be in a long process of body recovery out there and evidence recovery and evidence documentation so uh, you're going to have to ask the public's patients and as we bring information forward uh, it's a uh, long laborious process to identify the victims and reunite them uh, with the family members to advise them of their situation so um, we still have the families responding to the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department headquarters in order to, to, to conduct a reunification of their family or friends. Um, eventually, um, in the next few hours, actually, um, I don't want to give you a, a, a skewed timeline, but approximately 1 p.m., we will request the family members to respond to the convention area, uh, convention center area to utilize a larger space, and we could bring in the um, victim advocates um, to assist with the family members in the long term. Uh, Right now it's just a temporary phase associated with uh, the reunification. Additionally, um, we're asking to solely utilize uh, United Blood Service for blood donation and UMC Um, as the only places to donate blood. We had some resource issues associated with the laborers' uh, medical clinic. I applaud their effort to help us in that effort, but we have some resource issues associated with that. Uh, So better utilize LVMPD.com to ensure that you know where those United Blood Service locations are uh, so we can get the needed uh, life-saving blood uh, for the victims associated with this. Um, at this point, I, as you can tell, I have several individuals um, to my rear that would like to make comment. Um, reference the ISIS statement. I want to bring that up now, uh, so I give the opportunity to Special Agent Rouse to respond to that from the FBI, um, and he will explain what we know now. Reference uh, ISIS claiming this uh, individual. Thank you. Good morning. As this event unfolds, we have determined to this point no connection with an international terrorist group. As this investigation continues, we will continue to work with our partners to ensure that this is factually, thoroughly and absolutely investigated to be able to bring comfort and peace back to this community. So.
0: Stephen Paddock is the guy's name. This episode's not going to be organized or probably informational or even entertaining at all. I am fucking beside myself. The Stephen Paddock guy is a, by all accounts, a millionaire. ISIS did claim responsibility, but apparently over the course of the last year, I was unaware of this, they have claimed responsibility for several attacks that they had nothing to do with.
1: And the FBI has said that there is no connection. That's right. There. He lived in a retirement community in Mesquite, Nevada. Uh,
0: by retirement community, not like a nursing home. No. He lived in like a an over 55 housing development. Mm-hmm. He's a wealthy man. Yes. White. Mm -hmm. Asian girlfriend named Mary Lou Danley, who Mm -hmm. is conveniently out of the country.
1: Yeah, and has been for about 15 days, I think, that the reports are indicating.
0: So here's how this went down. What we know now. He checked in to a suite, a giant room that spanned two different walls at Mandalay Bay Casino, which is next to the Luxor and across the street from their concert venue for this this country music concert series, this festival, Route 91, some paired with whatever radio station or whatever. There were 22,000 people at this concert. He used some kind of a, a hammer or some kind of a, a blunt instrument to smash out the windows on two different um, direction-facing windows.
1: On the 32nd floor.
0: On the 32nd floor. There, apparently, he set up his machine guns, his tripod-mounted machine guns, and began to fire. Hundreds and hundreds of rounds murdering almost 60 people and injuring nearly 600. I don't know. I'm... Where do we go? What what do you want to do? What what conversation? There's so many elements to this.
1: Yeah, um... I think, I think one, one place to start is that a lot of people are spreading false information or at least questioning the veracity of the reports that already exist right now.
0: Alex Jones is going crazy, which is also fueling these people who are doubters, we'll say.
1: Yeah, and I I just want to say that I I know it's scary in this time to not have a lot of information. Like I said, already not being able to understand why someone would do this and then not having a motive at all, not being able to point to radicalization, not being able to point to some political motive.
0: Or just hated this country artist or hated country music. Or hated whatever yeah, there's had a grudge against Mandalay Bay.
1: yeah, there's there's nothing to explain it. And so what Yet. people start to do is they start to try to explain it themselves. And I think that that's not useful. It's not productive. And it's not good to put that stuff out there. Maybe yeah. just keep it to yourself if that's how you're feeling because I think vulnerable people, see these other theories and these ideas and they adopt them and then they spread them. And then we start to have a a real problem, but there's people that are saying, Oh, I had someone that was there that saw multiple shooters based on the video. I heard it came from multiple angles. Yeah. All of these things where people suddenly feel as though they have the qualifications to assess how many weapons and what type were on these cell phone videos. Yeah,
0: well, everybody's a fucking acoustic expert now.
1: And I I mean, I'm not cynical enough to believe that the police department is going to intentionally mislead the public. Right. For what purpose? I don't know what the motivation would be there.
0: Also, let's say this. Brittany and I flipped on the scanner. I have an app on my phone. We listened to the Las Vegas police scanner for, for a while, And they were dispatching cops to different locations where they're reported were shots fired or whatever to individually find out what was going on there. And each one we were hearing, no, we have officers on scene. That's not. No, that's not. That's false. That's false. So they were doing their due diligence. They didn't just get one guy and be like, oh, let's hope the guy that we let go is not going to cause more fucking mayhem.
1: Yeah, and I've seen people saying, listen, I know someone who was there and yeah. they said this, and oh, are you going to question what they saw with their perfect vision? And just just Google search reliability of eyewitness testimony. I mean, it's very problematic. Um, people see things and they misremember them Yeah, because a lot is going on. And I've also seen people saying, you know... <laughs> It's not the time to politicize this. We can get into that later. We will. But I've seen defenses of, you know, a good guy with a gun would have stopped this. And <laughs> that is so strange to me because how far was the concert from Mandalay Bay? Do you remember?
0: Um, 12 to 1500 feet. A quarter of a goddamn mile.
1: Yeah. And then he was 32 floors up. 320 so he was, feet. He was raining these bullets down on yeah. these people. And it was nighttime. It was dark. So they didn't know where they were coming from. Right. They couldn't see. They, at first, the reports said that they thought it was firecrackers or fireworks or that they couldn't really understand what was going on. And you have all these people around you and it's already loud and you're you're confused and it's dark.
0: It is fucking the embodiment Of chaos in that moment.
1: People said they felt like they were in a kill box. Yeah. Because they were surrounded by all these people. And the bullets were raining down on them. And they had nowhere to go. They didn't know where to go. There was nowhere to take cover. So for people to come out and say an armed civilian would have been able to stop this. The police were barely able to stop it. He killed himself. Yeah. He killed himself. Well, Also, let's...
0: Let's put a pin in... No, we'll do it now. This good guy with a gun is going to stop a bad guy with a gun. Normally, if that's true, let's say you're in a bank and somebody robs or whatever and you've got a pistol you might be able to diffuse the situation because you think you're fucking Rambo.
1: Well, and that's that's the thing. I, I don't want to cut you off, but a lot of people think that life is like an action movie yeah. or that they're Jason Bourne. Right. And when the shit hits the fan, they're just going to become expert marksmen.
0: Not the way it works.
1: And I... Or...
0: All of a sudden, you're like Neo from the Matrix. Yeah, and somewhere you plugged in and it just got programmed into you, right. How to deal in these crisis high stress uh, circumstances, and
1: that's the thing. It's not just training of being able to hit the little paper guy with the difference right. You can tell I shoot a lot of guns. and um <laughs> it's it's not just that. It's also the the stress of the situation and the trauma that you're experiencing right of having to diffuse a violent situation with violence and possibly with killing someone. Yeah. That's serious. And unless you have training with that too, that's going to be a very stressful situation where you might be shaking and, and who knows what else could happen. So people think that they're going to like launch into action and start scaling Mandalay Bay hotel you know these unless you've trained
0: to be a, a badass look you may have some fucking fantasy that you're gonna pick up a tennis racket for the first time and be the next John McEnroe or you think you're gonna pick up a golf club for the first time and be goddamn Tiger Woods that's not the way it works. you're not gonna all of a sudden be this guy who just eliminates threats left and right oh I'm I'm awesome no. And let's address this entire good guy with a gun thing. When you're a quarter mile away, shooting at a target that's 300 plus feet in the air, what in the fuck do you think you're going to hit with a handgun?
1: In the dark. In the dark. But also, so people were saying... While
0: there is pandemonium all around you. Even yeah. if
1: even if we were to grant that the good guy with the gun was in the hotel and like heard something.
0: Right. You you're gonna be able to distinguish which room.
1: Right, so then what? There's Jason Hundreds of Rooms. Jason Bourne starts kicking in all the doors of the hotel to find the right one. I, I just it's it's so strange to start saying, if I were in the situation I would have done this or this could have solved this. That's such a simple way of looking at things. And this is yeah. complicated. And please, just just honor the complicated situation. It's okay that it's complicated. Yeah. Let's all try to be okay with that.
0: Listen, if you're a car salesman, or you're a plumber, or you're a graphic designer, or you're a mechanic, stay in your fucking lane. You're not Jason Bourne, like Brittany said and I, I'm, not, I'm preaching to the choir here, but you're going to see these type of people make these stupid fucking arguments going forward, and it's ridiculous. Occasionally, someone thwarts a crime while in possession of a legally owned firearm. Occasionally. I... Listen, I was going to play Stephen Paddock's brother's response when that. Well, we'll just play it. Here's his brother when questioned by CNN about what he knew or what kind of brother he was. And this just adds more fuel to the confusion and the questions that haven't been answered.
3: He was my brother. Yeah. It's like an asteroid fell out of the sky. We have no. He hasn't. You know, I'll go through the, you know, now it's last time I talked to him was he texted me to ask how my mom was after we didn't have power for five days in the neighborhood. You know, he talked to her on the phone a week or two ago and then sent her a walker because she's having trouble walking. I mean... It sound like a guy that would do that, there you think. I mean, I, I, I thought I was trying to convey that a little bit. Well, that's why, like I said, this is like an asteroid fell. There's no, I mean, he had no machine guns when I moved him from Melbourne to Mesquite. I mean, find out who gave you know who he bought the machine guns from. And once again, it's <clears throat> there's no blaming, and yeah, you know, it's just. He bought the machine guns and he did this. I mean, uh, it, it was him who did this. There's no doubt about it, because he was him. I Ple- mean, he completely was... Completely out of character. He's never... Sh- I mean, he's never even drawn his gun. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs>
4: it,
3: it makes no sense. What's he's never hit anybody, he's never...
4: Gun enthusiast or just never. You know, a few...
3: Well, he had a couple of handguns, I think. You know, he had a safe with a couple of handguns. He might have had one long rifle, but he didn't have any. I mean, he had no automatic weapons when that I know that I knew of at any time. Like, there's no. Uh, it just just makes no sense.
1: So, I I don't know how to begin to. Process all of this in a way to make it make sense. But just taking this single piece, this interview with the brother, he seems genuinely confused. Yeah. Um, Also,
0: he's in some sense of shock that his brother, I mean, I would be, just committed a heinous, unspeakable atrocity. mm -hmm. And then he's confronted with it. Yeah. That's... That's got to fuck with you.
1: Yeah. And I I think people tend to be hard on the family members sure. associated with these people. And that's not always fair because just because you're related to someone doesn't mean that you have a close relationship with them or that you keep in touch enough to know what's going on in their life.
0: Well, I think what happens is the guy's dead. He's not here for us to hate. So it's a natural thing to direct that toward the living family member. But this guy didn't pull the fucking trigger. He didn't know anything about this.
1: Right. I mean, that's that's yeah, that appears to be the case. He seems very genuine and confused. I am interested to hear more about the girlfriend because she lives with him and they've been together for quite some time, I believe, because she's also from Australia
0: Which the brother just mentioned moving them from Melbourne.
1: Right. So she's out of the country traveling. Convenient. And they called her. She was a person of interest because he was using her slot machine card. He used her card to get into the casino. Mm -hmm. So that's how they had her name. And they said she was a person of interest. They contacted her on the phone and talked to her.
0: I don't know how they could eliminate her.
1: I don't think they have eliminated her. I don't think they're calling her a person of interest anymore, but I believe they've said there are still questions that need to be answered. Yeah. Because the press, when they hold these press conferences, the press, we just watched one a couple hours ago, they keep saying, what's the motive here? What's going on? Yeah. What about this woman? Did she know the house was filled with guns? Because he, it was filled with guns.
0: 40 guns between the house and the the hotel room in Mandalay Bay. 40 guns and thousands of rounds of ammunition. And he had ammonium nitrate, ammonia nitrate. Thousands of rounds of ammunition. And he had ammonia nitrate, the explosive uh, component that was used during the Oklahoma City bombing. He had that in his car too.
1: Yeah, so this is a person who is amassing an arsenal.
0: Yeah, absolutely. He he has
1: now supplies to build bombs. He has ammunition. He has guns. And this woman lives with him and is his girlfriend. And she doesn't know.
0: Yeah, if you live with someone, you know if they're starting to act weird. Are you okay, honey? You're
1: spending a lot of time in the garage.
0: You're starting to seem paranoid and talking about things that aren't normal that aren't right right they're going to get to the bottom of this they will we just don't have the answers yet Mm -hmm. the other response today that i want to talk about and then we're going to get to where we go from here and i hesitated playing it because there has been so much talk about not politicizing this but god damn it Now is the time to politicize this. If change is to be made, now is the time. You don't fucking wait a week and let the American people who have the attention span of a single stop set during their favorite sitcom. We deal with it now. When nearing a thousand people died. Excuse me. When nearing a thousand people were injured or killed. Here's President Trump giving his hostage video condolence speech from the White House. He did not deviate from the script, he read from the teleprompter the entire time. And it is about as fucking train wrecky as I've ever heard. If there was ever a man. Who doesn't know how to imitate genuine human emotion? It is Donald Trump. Just
4: disgusting. Thank you. My fellow Americans, we are joined together today in sadness, shock, and grief. Last night, a gunman opened fire on a large crowd at a country music concert in Las Vegas, Nevada. He brutally murdered more than 50 people and wounded hundreds more. It was an act of pure evil. The FBI and the Department of Homeland Security are working closely with local authorities to assist with the investigation, and they will provide updates as to the investigation and how it develops. I want to thank the Las Vegas Metropolitan Police Department and all of the first responders for their courageous efforts and for helping to save the lives of so many. The speed with which they acted is miraculous and prevented further loss of life. To have found the shooter so quickly after the first shots were fired is something for which we will always be thankful and grateful. It shows what true professionalism is all about. Hundreds of our fellow citizens are now mourning the sudden loss of a loved one, a parent, a child, A brother or sister we cannot fathom their pain we cannot imagine their loss to the families of the victims we are praying for you and we are here for you and we ask God to help see you through this very dark period
0: now if this human boil that resides on our country had left it there, it might have been a decent little statement. It wasn't. He didn't leave it there. He went on, again, prepared remarks. And let me say, look, I'm not a Christian, but I'm a former Christian. Every single Christian in our audience should be fucking outraged by his usurpation of scripture, adopting it as his own as though he knows, trying to comfort Christians in this country, using their holy scriptures and their philosophies as though they are his
4: own. To the families of the victims, we are praying for you and we are here for you. And we ask God to help see you through this very dark period. Scripture teaches us the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. We seek comfort in those words, for we know that God lives in the hearts of those who grieve. To the wounded,
0: we know that God lives in the hearts of those who grieve. To the wounded,
4: who are now recovering in hospitals. We are praying for your full and speedy recovery and pledge to you our support from this day forward. In memory of the fallen, I have directed that our great flag be flown at half-staff. I will be visiting Las Vegas on Wednesday to meet with law enforcement, first responders, and the families of the victims. In moments of tragedy and horror, America comes together as one, and it always has. We call upon the bonds that unite us, our faith, our family, and our shared values. We call upon the bonds of citizenship, the ties of community, and the comfort of our common humanity. Our unity cannot be shattered by evil. Our bonds cannot be broken by violence. And though we feel such great anger at the senseless murder of our fellow citizens, it is our love that defines us today and always will, forever. Uh, Always will. In times such as these, I know we are searching for some kind of meaning in the chaos, some kind of light in the darkness. The answers do not come easy. But we can take solace, knowing that even the darkest space can be brightened by a single light, and even the most terrible despair can be illuminated by a single ray of hope. Melania and I are praying for every American who has been hurt, wounded, or lost the ones they love so dearly in this terrible, terrible attack. We pray for the entire nation to find unity and peace, and we pray for the day when evil is banished and the innocent are safe from hatred and from fear. May God bless the souls of the lives that are lost. May God give us the grace of healing, and may God provide the grieving families with strength to carry on. Thank you. God bless America. Thank you.
1: So I genuinely go out of my way to think about my reaction. Think about the reaction that I have to Donald Trump speaking, and think through, am I having this reaction because I very much dislike this person?
0: I do the same thing.
1: Or am I having this reaction because this person is horrible? And he couldn't even give a statement extemporaneously.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: This, he's reading from the teleprompter. I have watched late night comedians give more heartfelt speeches tonight. Yeah. Than the president of the United States. I just watched a 10 minute clip of Jimmy Kimmel crying While he was talking about this. Yeah. Even Sarah Huckabee Sanders cried. Got teary, yeah. Talking about the people that lost their lives. Because
0: she's not a fucking sociopath.
1: And I have opened three different articles to try to read about the people that they have identified that died. And every time I try to read about these people, I start crying. Because there are... There is a mother of four who died. Yeah. There are young people, old people, parents. And this person, Donald Trump, can't even talk about American citizens that were murdered without a teleprompter. Because what will he say? Yeah. Will he say the right thing? Can he just be a compassionate human being? Off the cuff.
0: I don't think it's in him. Look, I know it's unpopular. Certain guests we've had on the show and with psychological professionals, mental health professionals. But Donald Trump is a psychopath. Donald Trump is a sociopath who doesn't have the capacity. He doesn't. Fuck this guy. And then they manipulate with their speech. What's he touch on? God. The flag. It's at half staff. And first responders. Gotta talk about the first responders. Lots of hero talk. Lots of flag talk. Lots of God talk. And then he goes through the common things that bind us. Faith. Family. Values. Citizenship. This is just a restating of his America First agenda in the form of condolences to the people who were brutally gunned down while watching a concert in his monotone, no-feeling bullshit. And it's not just because I hate Donald Trump. And rest assured, I fucking hate Donald Trump. It is because he is an abject failure. He failed the victims. He failed Las Vegas this this afternoon, this Monday afternoon. Then they did their trite moment of silence where they had two lines of people Open the door of the, of the White House and out Melania and Donald and, and the vice president and the second lady come walking out toward the cameras. Stop just in front of the cameras, facing the cameras. Bow their heads for 45 seconds or whatever. Lift their heads, turn around and walk back into the building. What in the fuck does that do for anyone? Anyone? What does your moment of silence accomplish other than trying to rehab your damaged image?
1: So I'm going to transition a little bit to something different. Okay. If that's okay. I mean yeah. we're still in the realm here, but I uh have nothing else to add on that. Um it's been an emotional roller coaster of feeling really pissed off and then crying and then feeling pissed off again. And I have also felt very inspired by the stories that I've been hearing. And a lot of the footage that you saw Mm -hmm. was people helping other people, not running over them, not stomping over them to escape, Acting
0: out of accord with their own best interest.
1: Helping other people over fences. Yeah. Covering people with their own bodies. There was a guy, I think he was in his 50s, and he was covering younger people, and he was asked, you know, why he didn't run, and he said that he's lived a good life and that they're young. Wow. And there's people waiting in line for hours. Hours. Four hours. To donate blood. Yeah. So even though this terrible thing happened and we're all mourning, there are still good things you can do and there are still good people and there are still good things that those good people are doing and we can't lose sight of that because- You're right. We will, I mean, we can't lose sight of that because we have to hold on- to that I think
0: I think my reaction is what it is because if I if I allow myself to not just be angry then I'm gonna fucking lose it almost 600 people were targeted and now the talk is don't politicize no no let's not talk about real solutions to a problem A public safety problem that we have in this country. Look, I'm not a take all the guns away guy. I don't have a problem with people owning guns. But if you can't own a bazooka, why the fuck can you own an assault weapon? That its only purpose is for gunning down as many people as possible in a as short a time period as possible. That's what it's for. You want to own a handgun for protection? You fucking handgun it up. Why do we not have universal background checks in this country right now? Why can I buy a gun from my neighbor and not have my background checked? Why are there loopholes for certain gun shows? Why are there loopholes for certain internet sales? Because if there's a loophole, someone who wants to get a gun without a background check is going to find the fucking loophole. We have to be smart. We have to hold politicians accountable who are in the fucking pockets of the terrorist organization, the NRA. And that is what they are. This fear-mongering bunch of assholes at the NRA. Dispatching Dana Lash. That dark-haired freak with her undertone, threatening commercials that she puts on YouTube. It is time to take our goddamn country back. Giant gun advocacy groups like the NRA, their days are numbered. That is an organization that has outlasted its usefulness, if it ever had any. The Second Amendment isn't under threat. Democrats don't want to take your guns. More guns were purchased during the Obama administration ...than previous administrations. No one's coming for your guns. Let's get to a voicemail.
5: Hey, Jesse. Hey, Brittany. It's Emma from Minnesota. Well, like most of the world by now, I've heard about a shooting in Vegas... Which means we're going to have an inevitable debate in the media about gun control. And I just fucking don't want to do it. Because a debate indicates there's no obvious common sense answer. And there is. Which is gun control. Some kind. At this point, I'll take pretty much any kind. Just fucking... Take the damn gun away from people that clearly are not qualified to use it. I don't know. It, it's just crazy to me that we're still having this debate hundreds of lives later. That we're still thinking, well, nothing we can do. There is something we can do. And I don't feel like sitting down with a gun enthusiast and debating or coming to a compromise of some kind. There is an obvious answer, and we just need to fucking do it. Anyway, love the show, guys. Brittany, you're the best part. Bye.
1: Thank you for the call. And I... I, I'm... I'm having a difficult time because I don't know what the solution is. I don't know enough about the stats and the situation in other countries with what kind of legislation they've adopted um, to prevent gun deaths in their in their countries. I, I don't know enough about that. I mean, I see the articles, but I haven't spent enough time really digging into into the research to know what yeah. other countries have done. I know that we have a problem compared to other countries, that this doesn't happen as much as it does in other countries. And so if you know of a researcher that um, knows about this, that we should have on the show, send us their name, um, their contact information, and we will try to get someone on the show to talk to them about this, to really get into it, because I, I would like that. I do want to say that I think um, politicians tweeting it's t- it's time to take action is the new... I'm sending my thoughts and prayers,
0: even Democrats.
1: what kind of action? I, I don't I don't care that you're tweeting that we need to do something. I want to know what it is that you're suggesting suggesting. And how would it have prevented what happened in Las Vegas? Yeah, that's what I want to know. So if those questions aren't being answered, it's not enough for me to know that you want some sort of gun control. I want to know what it is. Exactly. What's the plan? Yes. And specifically, how would it have prevented what happened in Las Vegas?
0: Especially if you're a congressperson who's
1: paid
0: to fucking do that.
1: So it's not just enough to hear these words coming out of people's mouths. Yeah, you want action. Okay, what? What? And how is it going to benefit? That's what I want to hear. And until we start hearing specifics from people, I'm not going to be feeling very optimistic about it.
0: Yes. Yes. Well, I'll tell you right now. My first demand is universal ironclad fucking background checks, and we need to return to the days of the assault weapons ban. And that—that's that used that used to be a bridge too far for me, the assault weapons ban. But I'm back on. I'm on board. This is a public health crisis. This is a security crisis. Like Jimmy Kimmel said tonight, when people with beards fire guns and kill people, we allot billions of dollars in military budgets to take care of the problem. Trillions of dollars even. When it's a white dude, we hear from O'Reilly that, hey, this is what freedom looks like, everybody. This is what freedom looks well, this like. This is
1: the price you pay for freedom, I believe, is the message that he had.
0: What's the difference?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not saying I no, support him. No, I'm I know. just telling you what his argument uh, I, is. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But, I'm sorry. But when, when an atrocity does happen and it's a Islamic extremist, the solution for Donald Trump and his ilk is a travel ban. It's a ban
0: that is exactly right.
1: Okay. They want to put in legislation to ban people from traveling and entering the country.
0: All. N- not just the bad ones, though. All. All of them.
1: But when you talk about guns and an atrocity happens like this, they say banning is not the solution.
0: Or, this is what freedom looks like. Enjoy your freedom, everybody. Enjoy the concert. Have a good time dodging thousands and thousands of rounds being rained down on you from an elevated position. Are you tired of this yet, America? Are you tired? Because after Newtown, nothing fucking happened. After Pulse Nightclub, nothing happened. And I don't know if I'm just being an optimist here and expect this derelict Congress to be able to do anything. But this is why the midterms are so important right now today is the day for you to wake up for you to wake your neighbors up and to step into the arena of activism of resistance to donald trump who's going to placate his base before he does anything as we just heard from his condolence quote-unquote speech god flag first responders citizenship faith family values
1: it's like he was reading tommy lauren's bio yeah tommy lauren yes i'm having issues with words today it is time
0: i think we have an email
1: we have one from jennifer jennifer says hi jesse and Brittany. the shooting of this shooting of all the mass shootings hit home more than ever before in two ways First, my sister was there. Wow. She she was there to celebrate her 31st birthday. Her account was she wanted to walk the strip with her boyfriend, and after a few minutes of walking, changed her mind. Before she and her boyfriend could go back to their hotel, the MGM right across the street from Mandalay Bay, she saw a crowd of people rushing toward her, and she ran with them and got into an MGM hotel elevator with some of them. One of the girls in the elevator was in hysterics because she just saw her friend get shot. Damn. I was so close to losing my older sister yesterday, all because of some asshole, and the thought of what even a five-second hesitation would have done rocks me to my core. She's safe along with the rest of my family in Las Vegas, but 50 families lost a member yesterday, and I couldn't be sadder about it. Second, the reaction to the shooting. Everyone wants to say it's not politics and wants to tell others the only way, the only thing we can do is pray. And that irritates me beyond belief. The biggest takeaway I've ever got from religion is prayer without works is useless, and constantly praying to solve an issue we already know the fucking answer to without actually solving it is asinine. The good guy with a gun narrative, peddled by the NRA, has yet to be proven true, but people still say it as though that phrase will stop a bullet. But what else can you expect from a nation that saw children die from a mass shooting and did literally nothing to prevent it again? Gun ownership is not the solution to mass shootings any more than rape whistles are the solution to ending sexual attacks. I'm afraid to even try to enjoy life now because this country has picked its selfish needs for weapons over lives, using the excuse that making guns illegal will cause more mass shootings. If that were the case, then Australia would be in trouble. But notice how it's not. Thank you guys for listening and allowing me to get this off my chest. You too make living through this administration p- less painful. Gratitude always, Jennifer.
0: Thank you for the email. And it listen. We need a change in culture here, because Newtown happened, and countless babies were murdered, and we fucking did nothing. That is an indictment of our character as a country. We should be embarrassed and ashamed. And if we let this moment pass and these hundreds of victims, both injured and dead, if we let them die and we let them be injured, some critically, some for the rest of their lives will suffer with injuries, if we let that go on without acting, then we deserve what we get. Now is the time to politicize this. These are our neighbors. These are our fellow Americans. We deserve better as a country. I'm not saying take the guns away. It did work in Australia. We have a different culture. We have a constitution that needs to be amended if that's the case. But there are other solutions short of taking away the guns. Do something. Restrictions aren't abolition. We can do this. We need to do this.
1: So one thing I want to comment on is Jennifer saying something about difficult to enjoy life now or something. Yeah. And I think it's easy to feel like that. And I've had my moments today where I have felt like that. And I think something that that brings me comfort, and I don't know if it will do that for other people, but the... Statistics that Steven Pinker provides on the world getting more peaceful and the vi- better
0: angels, angels of our nature
1: and violent crime going down. So, like, the, the rate of violent crime in the United States has fallen by more than half in just a decade. Yeah. So, the world is getting more peaceful. Violent crime is going down. You wouldn't know that by watching the news because they play the footage of people running and screaming on an endless loop. I was watching it today and there's, you know, a 45 second spot dedicated to talking about the people that stood hours in line to give blood. So you don't hear the good news constantly on a loop repeated all day for hours a day. You hear the bad news, and that informs you your thinking to think that things are getting worse, things are really bad. But don't let those headlines inform your view. Yes, this was horrible, and it's okay to realize that. But don't let it ruin your enjoyment of life, thinking anywhere you go, you're at risk of getting shot. Uh, don't, Don't let that seep in, and don't let that win.
0: Funnel that into activism. Look, not everybody's cut out to be an activist. But if this bothered you like it bothered me, it's time to get off our asses. Make some phone calls. Write some letters. Show up at some town halls. And for the love of God, show up at the polls in November of 2018. That's the ultimate way to send a message. To send idiots like my congressman, Dana Rohrabacher, fucking home. Another voicemail.
6: Hey, Jesse and Brittany. This is Jeremy from Kansas. Just sitting here thinking about the whole Vegas situation. Um, and all the rhetoric that goes along with it on both sides. I think something that afterward, after so many of these things that happen that goes through my head is, yes, I want our politicians to do something about it. I want the people who are in charge to do something about it, but I always feel really hopeless. Like there's nothing I can do other than get on to Twitter and Facebook and get into stupid wars with people I don't even know or care about. I'm looking for some sort of guidance from, I don't know, anybody. What can we do? You know, we can write I guess we can write our congressmen. We can write our politicians. But short of that, what else can we do? What can we, John Q. Public, do? I'm at a loss.
1: Well, I think Jesse has touched on a lot of the political stuff just a moment ago. Yeah. And becoming politically active. Um, I think that also involves kind of what I was talking about with these politicians who make a Facebook post or tweet out that action is needed, but then they aren't actually producing some sort of plan that we can see. I don't care if they are in favor of gun control and that they're posting a little tweet talking about it. Again, I want to know the plan. What's the plan? And how it would have prevented what happened in Las Vegas. These are important points because we need to be reasonable here. We need to know what they're proposing and if it's actually useful. That's it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't care about anything else. So aside from that, we also have Puerto Rico that is still in crisis. We cannot forget about them. So I think donating to the Red Cross is always something that people can do. Uh, donating blood if you're Definitely in the Las Vegas area, blood. and I think. I don't want this to sound stupid, but I think just being a source of goodness in the world and um, making someone's day better, um, giving someone a compliment, not making someone's day difficult. uh, Life is hard and it's really hard on days like this for people especially people that were personally affected by this tragedy. And so there's always something you can do in terms of uplifting someone else or just being a positive force. And, you know, hell, even arguing with a stranger on Facebook is not wasted time. I don't think it's wasted time. So you might sway someone who's watching from the sidelines like we always talk about. So if that's something that makes you feel better, do it. I don't know.
0: But keep... Keep your heads up. Stay positive. Through all of this, angst and anger, emotion, I am positive. We are a bold and dynamic people, a diverse group of loving people, especially in this audience. We will get through this. We will come out on the other side. Hopefully for the better. With better ideas. And better policies. And a renewed surge in motivation to make things better. To force much needed change. To eliminate an atrocity like this from ever happening again. There is so much that we, had this been organized, could have said and could have covered. And look, I I apologize for not having my shit together. Enough to provide that. But... Uh, this is what you get so we're gonna end it there we love you guys and we'll see you next time